1: We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass Carson Wentz and his offense. Prime time.
0: Damn. Yeah, love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York Football Giants. Deep, deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in
1: the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B-Willows' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate
0: being a part of this show, guys.
1: Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs>
0: Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. That was a very bad Santa impression. I've been working on that all morning, actually. It was. It really was. When it I say was. bad Santa, I don't mean like drunk Billy Bob Thornton, like mall Santa, bad Santa. Like just, It was a poor effort at a Santa impersonation, but
1: I've been it was trying. Poor. It was poor. Let's back it up and back, back, back it up. And I'm not talking about the stripper on Dwayne Haskins. Oh! <laughs> we got to start with your boy, Dwayne, bro. We got to start with your boy, Dwayne. What is he doing, George? I don't know if he gave up a strip sack or not, but sorry. That's the Whoa, end of that. but,
0: Damn. <laughs> wow. I didn't know we were going to stand up comedy show on the East Feast this week.
1: <laughs> so, so I don't know. Do you want to, I, I need a little bit of time to think about what I, I should can I, I have you to go in about up. Dwayne? Yes.
0: Okay. And it okay. has a little okay. bit about Dwayne, but this is more about the reports that are coming out, George. I am so sick of the woke left leaning media in their bullshit. All that they're concentrating on is Dwayne Haskins' maskless strip club escapades. I personally don't give a shit if Dwayne Haskins had a mask on, if the strippers were wearing masks as pasties. That's not the point here. And it's so sad that's all they're concentrating on is the whole mask thing. What I'm worried about. Is that your franchise quarterback, or or who you drafted? Oh, no, no, we are not that. No. Okay, all right, but he was drafted to be your franchise quarterback last year. Okay, so let, so anyways, your starting quarterback, after a tough loss where you could have clinched the division in a in a game against Seattle, he actually played pretty good in the second half of that game. How does he celebrate, or I should I say, console himself with that loss on Sunday night? My man goes to the strip club, pulls a page out of Lemon Pepper Lou Williams playbook, and my man loves them strippers.
1: Not not only is it a strip club, but it's not. It's a DIY strip club. This was a rented room, bro. My dog. This was a rented area that he hired the strippers. He hired, or he hired the people to set it up. He, the strippers came in. They're all wearing Dwayne Haskins jerseys. He's narcissistic. He's conceited. He's arrogant. He's not my guy. I know that there's a lot of. I mean, let's be real. I was a crazy kid when I was 21 years old. Right? We're all nuts. We're not professional football players, but let's be I'll give a little credit to Dwayne. You know, if he wants to feel himself a little bit, he hires the people in, whatever he may do. It's just that there's other kids on this team that are the same age, probably 10 of them, the same age, no issues. Why is it you, Dwayne, the supposed franchise quarterback, that's gonna go out and hire some strippers to make yourself feel a little bit better about losing the game? it's just wrong man i mean it's it's just uh it's it's a shot at ron rivera it's a shot at the team and i'm tired of it he keeps doing this he's set himself up he's taking selfies middle through the game he's you know and the thing is is the media in washington when like through the process of Dwayne haskins and a lot of people were trying to have his back they'd be like oh look at him he's on the sidelines looking at the ipad next to alex smith he's really focused man it's like dude <laughs> you're supposed to do that bro you're supposed to be a professional quarterback in the league, and he's not. And right now for Dwayne, I wish him for the best, but he is off this team in 2021, brother. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, yes. This will this will be his last season in uh, Washington. That
0: may have been his last game starting. I know uh, Coach Rivera's already came out and said that um, as long as he's healthy and it sounds like he's going to be this week, uh, Alex Smith will be the starting quarterback this Sunday versus the Panthers. And it's just like, I'm not going to judge Dwayne. I love strip clubs. So, but like I said, I'm, I'm not a starting quarterback for an NFL team, not even a backup quarterback for an NFL team. So Dwayne, another bonehead move and, and a long line of bonehead moves by Dwayne. So we, we, can, we can leave him alone. But we had we had to start with that, bro. That was it's, – it's just hilarious. And like I said, the way the media is reporting it, just concentrating on the mask thing is embarrassing. But Woke Center is going to be Woke Center. But this is the feast here, all right? So we, we keep it real. Let's talk about the actual game, though. You guys played a lot tighter than I thought, man. I think Seattle got off to a a 17-0 lead, and I had a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, they're going to blow the doors off these boys. But Dwayne Haskins came out in the second half, and he played a pretty good game. He was throwing the ball around the field. Um, Terry McLaurin outplayed DK Metcalf. You guys um, held DK in check. Scary Terry had a pretty good game catching the football uh, weren't really too able to run the game. Uh, excuse me, run the ball um, with Antonio Gibson out. But again, J.D. McKissick, another ten catches out of the backfield. He's a good weapon, as we always say in the PPR formats. Uh, but you guys, the defense, as always, played ball, man. Montez Sweat, another Sweat SWAT, which led to a Jaron Payne interception. That's becoming a weekly thing for my boy Chase Young, a Pro Bowler. Pro Bowlers were announced this week. Uh, Very impressive. I know Chase was a Pro Bowler as well as one of your guards, Brandon Sheriff. Yes, sir. Um, But the defensive line, as always, um, played their asses off. And the defense kept you guys into the game. Uh, The reason that you guys weren't able to (laughs) make this game possibly an overtime situation was your boy, Dustin Hopkins. I know I keep giving you a hard time, but he missed an extra point, and that cost you big
1: time in this one, bro. It really did, man. It really did. And and Dwayne did throw two picks in the first half, and we're a slow first-half team, and we have been all year. Uh, second half, he started to pick it up, started to drive the ball. Logan, uh, Logan Thomas had another 100-yard game. He's really oh, good. Dude, dude I think in. he had like 13
0: catches too.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, he's been um, a security blanket for both Dwayne and Alex Smith. So he's been an impressive addition uh, to the team, and I and I'm looking forward to maybe sealing him up long term. And and oh, I think he's sure. going to be a tight end for a, for a few years. I think Let's he's going to be a solid he, tight end for us. I really I'll do. do.
0: I'll go. I'll go beyond that. He's going to be a Pro Bowl tight end. There is not that yeah. many outside of the Travis Kelseys um, of the world. There's not that many great tight ends out there, man. I would say within a year or two, Logan Thomas, is the top ten tight end in this league, man. Very impressive young man.
1: Yeah, I mean and and again uh we you know we we were we had more total yards than them. We had more time mm-hmm. of possession. We we were decently good in third down efficiency, of ten for seventeen. Uh, it's it, we had a strong outing. The first half kind of screwed us with the two picks, and Dustin Hopkins didn't help us. Um, but it, it was a better better game than I expected. And I think a lot of a lot of people were expecting this to be a blowout and kind of show the weaknesses of the Washington football team. But this defense is for real, man. It, you can't you can't really. You see it on the tape, and you see it how consistent they are. It's it's really, a, again, I was telling you last week, it's like, it's just so nice to see a team on third down, and you're confident they're, they're going to get off the field, you know? Yeah. And it is, it again, it's an L. Uh, looking forward to the next week. We're still number one in the division. We're still set up to, to possibly get a playoff bird for the first time, and I wish I knew the year, because let's be real, I don't. Um, time, we'll just say first time since RG3. Since RG3. I really, I, I definitely think it's since, I don't know what year would that be 2009 2010
0: no, oh i'm saying like yeah like 10 we'll, we'll go we'll go 10 years ago but a, sol- a solid at least eight years it, it's been a while since the washington football team was in the playoffs and you guys are set up in a, well, a good position i know um even after that loss you guys are, are at about a 75 percent chance of winning the division after that game
1: and shout but out I to talk- Nevada, i got 16 or sorry eight to one on them making the playoffs before the year started, if you remember, B. I put yes. four, four bills on that uh, to make like 2K. So your boy might ca- you know, cash in, dude. Eight to well, one, man. Eight
0: the government seven. certainly isn't going to help us out with their stimulus, but maybe the Washington That's football <laughs> team will give you a little bit of a stimulus after they win this division. But speaking of chances to win the division, this past Sunday when I was watching NFL Game Day morning, Rich Eisen, Kurt Warner, Mike Lurvin, the boys told me, That going into week 15, my Dallas Cowboys had a 1% chance of making the playoffs. And all I could do is grin and quote Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber and say, so you're saying there's a chance. And it all started with getting a victory. They had to beat the San Francisco 49ers. And by golly, did they? That was, actually, I I haven't gotten to do this many times this year. Let me pull my Skip Bayless and say, how about them Cowboys? What a good victory for my Dallas Cowboys, man. That was our best team win of the year. Um, I won't say it's my favorite win. My favorite one is probably the uh, comeback against Atlanta with the uh, Jaden Graham onside kick. But that was our best team victory of the season. Um, all of a sudden, my defense is opportunistic. Four turnovers, okay? we had And we generated 24 points off those turnovers. We had um, two forced fumbles in the first quarter. Um, On special teams, uh, Richie James Jr., their punt returner, fumbled the ball. Dorrance Armstrong hopped on it. And then we had Nick Mullins fumble the ball, and Alden Smith recovered it. That's the second straight week Alden Smith has had a fumble recovery. So we've been talking about him all year. Great comeback story, so good for you, Alden. And in the fourth quarter, when the San Francisco 49ers were mounting a comeback, we had two interceptions. One of them, a first career interception by our safety Donovan Wilson, who keeps getting better and better as the year comes along. And the other interception by slot corner, Anthony Brown. So very, very impressive with the team victory of the Dallas Cowboys. But my NFC East uh, player of the week, Tony Pollard. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to be mean to that other starting running back. I won't even say his name in Dallas because it's Christmas Eve. So I'm not going to be mean to you, Zeke. But Tony Pollard gets the first start of his career, George. 132 yards, two touchdowns. 5.7 5.7 yards per carry, the highest in the NFL last week. Dude, I don't think it's a secret, bro. Like Zeke has is, is been struggling this year, and we got a fresh guy in there who plays with a chip on his shoulder, and look at the results. Yeah, And Andy Dalton had a decent game, um, 19 for 30, 200 yards, two touchdowns, but no interceptions. So that was the key there. And my favorite play of the game, I don't know if you saw, um, San Francisco goes for an onside kick with like a minute left. And C.D. Lamb did something that I've never seen before. He took an onside kick back for a touchdown. Oh. Never seen that. Um, yeah. CT uh, C- C- dropped some knowledge on me and said that A.J. Brown of the Titans did that as well a couple weeks back. That's the first time I've ever seen that. So shout out to C.D. Lamb. The entire Dallas Cowboys, man. Um, huge victory over the Niners. Puts us at a, an impressive 5-9. and nine, But it bumped up our percentage of winning the division up to, I think, now 7%. So what we need is the Washington football team to lose their remaining two games. Uh, We need to win our remaining two games, and we need the Giants to um, lose at least one more game. But we play the Giants. So we can control our own destiny if the Washington football team loses out. So we'll get to um, what's going to happen this week later, but we still have a chance. And what's crazy in this topsy-turvy, crazy NFC East, all four of these dumpster fires have a chance going into Christmas Day. So we all got hope. Uh, now, some more than team- others. Some more than yeah. others. Well, yes, I understand that. But listen, my seven percent has me feeling pretty good right now.
1: All right, seven percent is nice. I did say Nick Mullins was going to have a comeback game. He looked okay. Again, he gave up a fumble. Uh, the special teams play was big. I also think uh, your boy. I'm surprised you didn't mention him, Donovan Wilson. I said he got a pick. Oh, you did. He got last two two games, 18 total solo tackles as Ooh, well. Oh, so he had time yes. Brought. I did look into it as you were talking. It as a game. <laughs> I needed it because I didn't watch this game, I'll be honest with y'all listening. Uh, but it it was um to see the, the Cowboys win, do you think the momentum is gonna go into next week?
0: Hundred percent, and we're going to need it, my friend, because we're facing an all of a sudden resurgent, red hot Philadelphia team. Even coming off of a loss, I think Philadelphia has built momentum behind a new starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, George, in that Arizona game, four hundred total yards, four touchdowns. Okay, he's the first player in the history of the NFL. I don't know if you know this. They've been playing this NFL thing for about a hundred years. Okay. Over 500 yards passing and 150 yards rushing total in his first two career games. Never done, been done before in this league, man. He came out and looked great against Philadelphia. Now, he was outdueled by Kyler Murray. No surprise there. Kyler um, has recovered from his injury and he looked oh, lethal, great, bro. Yes. Yeah, oh, dude. 27 for 36, 406 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. Add another 30 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. So uh, Jalen was out by Kyler Murray. And I mean, we, we can't go on without mentioning DeAndre Hopkins, nine catches for a buck 69 and a touchdown. His touchdown catch was absolutely absurd. Don't know how he held on to it. Bar none. The guy's the best wide receiver in football right now. If they but
1: got a at the end of this year, dude, watch out for the, oh, out. the Cardinals. Nobody, the bro. And watch I mean, out.
0: nobody wants to play Arizona in the playoffs. I know everyone is rooting for them. I feel like Arizona is the team in the NFC and Baltimore is the team in the AFC that people don't want to get in just because of those those Kyler Murray Lamar Jackson nightmare problems. I'm a low key Arizona Cardinals fan.
1: Honestly, it's fun to watch For that game. Sure.
0: I will say For that. Sure. Yeah. And Arizona did something that is going to be a theme on this podcast. I'll bring up several times. Uh, they swept the NFC East um, <laughs> with, with, with that defeat of the Philadelphia Eagles. But this was a great game. Um, By far my favorite game to watch this weekend. I know most of the country had their eyeballs on the Saints and the Chiefs just because of those are the two of the best teams in a possible Super Bowl preview. But this game was fun to watch, man, back and forth the entire time. And shout out to Jalen Hurts. That team has completely changed Um. I don't want to say that they weren't playing hard for Carson Wentz, but they certainly have been reinvigorated with Jalen Hurts in there. So I'm not sure what's going to happen in the future as far as Carson Wentz and what they're going to do with that contract. But I think Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles from this point going forward.
1: Yeah, it's hard to deny that, to be honest with you, B-Wills. And and one stat that I saw was Jalen Hurts has seven completions for 20-plus yards. Did you get that out of Carson
0: no, no, Carson, no, Carson Wentz. You had seven interceptions that were look, turned for over twenty look right,
1: yards. Right, look right, look left. I don't know. Put pull up in the pocket, dish it out. Ball hits the ground or throws a pick. It, it was awful. That, was, that that performance the last few weeks of Carson Carson Wentz's career was just dreadful. It's pathetic, it's, it's, man.
0: Uh, I mean, we got to defend him a little bit. Every day Carson Wentz goes to work, he looks at a statue of Nick Foles. So he sees a statue of his backup quarterback. Every day when he pulls into the parking lot. And this year, he has a quarterback drafted. Not It's not like this is like Tom Brady drafted in the sixth round. They drafted Jalen Hurts at the top of the second round, bro.
1: So Shout like, out to the GM, bro, for making that move, man. For sure.
0: No, wow. I, I believe his name is uh, Howie Roseman, the general manager for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but no, that was a great move. And now Philadelphia, despite handing that money over to Carson Wentz, looks like they're in good hands of the quarterback position going forward. Okay, and now we have to end our Week 15 recap with Sunday Night Football where the New York Giants, led by Colt McCoy, laid an egg. Um, I I, I liked the Giants' chances going into this game um, just because last time Colt McCoy was under center, they pulled off a huge upset of the Seattle Seahawks. That was not going to happen, man. Lightning did not strike twice. Uh, The Giants' defense, much like the Washington football defense, um, kept them in the game, but they were no match, bro. Baker Mayfield, playing the best football of his career, bro. This boy was out there dicing, precision passing, 27 for 32, 297 yards. I mean, they really, the Giants held the uh, run game, Um, the lethal combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, really held those boys in check. But Baker Mayfield, man, I don't think there's any secret of the timing of this. Ever since Odell Beckham went down with the ACL, Baker's playing the best football of his career. Now, I think that's because he doesn't have the pressure of a diva wide receiver trying to get him open. So he's literally, he dude, he's playing point guard out there. Rashard Higgins, Peoples-Jones, Jarvis Landry, Hooper, and Joku. He's just finding the open man and he's hitting his passes, man. He's in so rhythm. He really is. Yep. Dude, the Browns have double-digit wins, which is crazy. But Cle- Cleveland is big time um, and they're going to clinch a playoff spot um, for the first time in a long time. And the Giants, that's a big hit to them, man. They needed to win that game. It's not going to get any easier for them going forward. I think we could flip quickly now to uh, week 16, where the New York Giants are going to be traveling to Baltimore, another red-hot team with AFC North. Oh, I wanted to add one more note on this. Um, I said I was going to say this a few times on the podcast. The Cleveland Browns also finished off their clean sweep of the NFC East with that victory. So uh, a lot of teams are having fun with our division this year. But now, now the, the Giants uh, now play the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be a tough game, man. Lamar Jackson is playing, dude, amazing football. Um, it was kind of a popular opinion the first half of the year that maybe the league had figured out Lamar. But the Ravens have scored over 40 points a game in the last four games, man. His offense is all of a sudden clicking. They're running game with J.K. Dobbins, uh, Gus Edwards, and even Mark Ingram still gets a few carries. And obviously Lamar Jackson. They're, they're clicking on all cylinders. Defense is playing well. Um, they turned the ball over uh, as well as the Miami Dolphins, I think, more than any team in this league. So I think uh, the Giants are in for a rude awakening. I believe Daniel Jones may be back. He's uh, very questionable, again, with the lower body injuries. Uh, but I don't think it matters who plays uh, quarterback for this game. And I think the Ravens are going to uh,
1: put a pretty badass ass whooping on New York football Giants. Well, I will say, head coach Joe Judge said, forget about Christmas let's focus mm-hmm. let's focus on the Ravens so he is focused the team's focused he might be a little bit of a Grinch but I think he's gaining a lot of respect in New York and I will say the Ravens are hot Lamar's hot uh and I think they're gonna get a W let's just say what do, what do you think it's going to be 27 I'm thinking 27 to 14.
0: Double digits for sure. Um, I'd see that, yeah, maybe the Giants, I'll, I'll give the Giants 14, maybe 17 points, but the Ravens are scoring over 30. I'll go 31-17. Ravens win this one pretty easily and uh, put a devastating nail into that coffin of the New York Giants season. So the Giants were the hot commodity there for a few weeks and as they were in first place, but I think they're going to end the season pretty rough. So, yeah, I got the Ravens winning pretty big.
1: The now, hottest team uh, in the NFC East. Ready, go.
0: Still, Washington football team,
1: even I'm, though they lost okay, last week. I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles, coming off of a loss. Yo, hey, listen, yeah, I, only- I honestly think they're the hottest team right now. George, who's with Dwayne the only- Haskins behind oh, center, with Dwayne Haskins behind center. Mm-hmm. You're saying the Washington football team is only, only because
0: actually no. Let me change my answer, George. Because let me <laughs> let me um, let me amend this. Who's the only te- trivia? Who's the only team in the NFC East currently on a winning streak? My Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a two-game winning streak the first time the entire season. we Against put- the Bengals and the 49ers. I didn't ask you who the opponents were. I asked you who was on a winning streak. And by the way, a winning streak. Please define winning streak for me. A winning streak is winning more than one game, and we have won back-to-back Three games,
1: games is a streak. Back-to-back is Listen,
0: back-to-back. We have low standards here in Dallas <laughs> this year, okay? So allow me to congratulate Coach McCarthy on his first winning streak as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, now we are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that we had a narrow loss to with Carson Wentz at quarterback a few weeks ago. But that was the one game that we started BAD Ben DiNucci at quarterback. And it was just a mess, bro. I don't want to talk about old DiNucci. It's Christmas. But uh, now we have Andy Dalton back playing pretty well. And uh, whether Zeke plays or not, we have a good running game with Tony Pollard. I think Zeke might play this game, but I'd like to see Zeke get 8 to 10 carries and Pollard get at least 10 to 12. Let Tony Pollard lead the team in touches, please. Uh, But no, our defense is playing a lot better. Like I said, four turnovers last week. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence has actually played really well. Um, He was on the Pro Football Focus Team of the Week this past week, had over a 90 grade. But we're going to need Demarcus Lawrence, Alden Smith, and those boys in that pass rush to, uh, to sack Jalen Hurts a few times, get some pressure on him. Like I said, dude, I already recited the numbers he had against Arizona. So I'm kind of frightened to play Jalen in that red-hot Eagles offense. But like I said, I think my Cowboys are pretty hot right now, and we're playing with more confidence and momentum than we played the entire season. So, of course, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win this game and keep our chance at winning the division alive. I think it's going to be a tight game. The Eagles are favored by a few points, but this game is in Dallas, so we are home dogs. And I'll tell you what, I like a home dog. So I'm going to take my Dallas Cowboys to win a high-scoring affair in this one, and I will go 31-33. to 33. How about them Cowboys? Oh,
1: man, this is going to be a fun game to watch. Yes, it this will. This is probably my favorite game uh, in the NFC East this week. It's tough for me to say, with Jalen Hurts being so hot lately, the Dallas defense still not an excellent defense by any means they gave up what What was it 33 points against the 49ers still um whoa 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 whoa
0: yeah we gave up 33 I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right yeah you're right <laughs> so i i do see this being a fun game to watch i see it a lot of back and forth i don't think both defenses are that great so it, it's going to be a high scoring game i'm going to go ahead and say 27 to 30 and i gotta give this one to philly I really sure. no. I gotta give you it to know, Billy.
0: I got no problem there. Um J- Jalen's playing hot right now. And obviously with the confidence he's playing, our defense is not gonna um, rattle him unless we literally rattle him. I would love to see um big Neville Gallimore get a big hit on him um early in this game to shake him up. Maybe Donovan Wilson, your favorite player on, on the Dallas Cowboys, can get another interception. Um, but we need to make big plays, like we made big plays in that game. Give me um Tony Pollard, even as a um, our kick returner. Give me
1: a big play out of special teams, uh, but, you need, but a, I think, you need a Dwayne Haskins strip sack from Alden Smith.
0: Woo! Uh, listen, listen, Alden has gone through his troubles. Okay, he was suspended many times, but he's back and his head is clear. So, Dwayne, you stay away from Alden Smith, and especially my boy Randy Gregory, Smoke Dog. Okay, he, he's got his uh, head in the straight and narrow as well. So, my my formerly troubled Dallas Cowboys have their head in the game, and I think we're focused. And I think um, for Mike McCarthy, he finally has this team. Um, commanding their respect, I'll say. Okay. And, uh, okay. Like I said, I think that we're learning to win as a football team. So going forward, I like what's going on in Dallas. But I like what's going on right now. So let us get this win, get to six and nine, and set up a possible game week seventeen against the New York Giants, where we could sneak into the playoffs at seven and nine on a four game win streak. I know I'm a little selling a little hope there, but this is the NFL, and Santa comes tonight, George. Okay, so that's what I'm asking from Santa. But like the only that. way, the only way that the Cowboys can make this happen is if the Washington football team loses their remaining two games. Mm. And the Washington football team plays the Carolina Panthers this week. Carolina Panthers are not a very good football team. But they did play Green Bay very competitively last week. Only lost 24-16. to 16. Christian McCaffrey will miss this game. He's missed most of the entire season. Uh, but Mike Davis has done a pretty good job of running back filling in for them. And I think Carolina is the best 4-10 and 10 football team you're ever going to see. I know you might uh, bring a chuckle to say a 4-10 football team is the best at anything, but I love their uh, coach, Matt Rule. Um, this is his first year from Baylor, and he turned that Baylor program around in a heartbeat. When he got there, um, they were a one-win team. Two years later, they were a 12-win team playing in the Sugar Bowl. So I think Matt Rule's got that team playing competitive, tough football. Their defense isn't the best, but I love their safety. Uh, rookie Jeremy Chin. I think he's going to win uh, defensive rookie of the year. That boy's balling.
1: So Between um, him and uh, him and our boy Chase Young, I think this year. I really do. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know, th- th- that's those are going to be the two finalists. Um. So yeah, it's kind of fun that we have two of the best rookie defenders in the game going in this uh um in this game. I think Carolina's receivers actually might give you guys some troubles. They have a trio of speed at wide receiver. They've got uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel. So I like their playmakers on offense and I really really hope that Dwayne Haskins has to play this game. But if a- if Alex does play, um I think you guys have a, a really good chance of winning. Uh, what is Antonio Gibson's status?
1: Uh he is day to day, I think. Um I know that he was he was on Wednesday, I think he did run around a little bit. He stretched out, he did some 11 on 11 work. I, I think that he may play. I would, I'll would. i give it 50-50. I think it's 60-40 Dwayne to Alex. I think Dwayne's more than likely going to start for Alex, but I would give it 50-50 if, uh, if AG's a go.
0: Okay. Well, Santa, I know I already asked you for the Dallas Cowboys to win their final two games. I have one more request of you. I need Antonio Gibson and Alex Smith to miss this game because I, of course, am going to make a extremely homer pick and have the Carolina Panthers upsetting... Ron Rivera, this is a big game for Coach Rivera. It's a revenge game going up against his old club. So a little emotion there. So I got the Carolina Panthers upsetting the Washington football team and giving the Cowboys, Eagles, and the Giants, even if the Giants lose and the Washington football team loses. I just think this league, or excuse me, this this division is so chaotic, George. You guys have to lose this game because that will set up a week 17 where all four teams could still win. And the, and, and just, it's 2020 in NFC East. I feel like that is only fitting. So you guys probably should win this game, but because it's the NFC East, I've, I'm going to pick the Panthers winning just so we can have a chaotic week 17 where all, everybody in division has a chance. I mean, how you guys think you got are uh, going to go against Carolina?
1: You know what? I uh, I don't think Carolina has a chance to score on us without a big play um they're gonna have to honestly think this game will be a shutout I don't think they will I don't think they will score unless it's on a 60 or 70 yard touchdown there's no way this team is going to drive down the field on the Washington football team's defense and I think we've seen it all year uh as long as we don't give up the big play we'll be just fine if Dwayne doesn't throw three or four picks will be just fine is if we could just the clock and we control the game. And that's why having Antonio Gibson in this game is so pivotal and, uh, and getting the W here. I, I think that chase does this thing. I think, you know, I think our D line with De'Ron Payne and John Allen and Cole Holcomb in the middle and having those safeties run around with Cameron curl. I don't want to name drop, but all these guys have been playing spectacular as a team, not individually, but this team Washington football team defense has been spectacular all year. I see this game if they do score. Let, let, I'll give them seven points. I think it's going to be 7-17 seven to 17 Washington football team.
0: Okay. Well, as I said, man, they played Green Bay, who who I would say is the best team in the NFC right now. Eight-game eight
1: losing streak, Carolina
0: Panthers. I understand that, but they played Green Bay very competitively. They only lost by one score. So if they're only going to lose by one score to Green Bay, I think you better give them a chance. But I understand. But as I said before, man, you you said the only chance they got to score is a sixty-yard touchdown. They have the personnel, a wide receiver, do. to do that.
1: With Robbie Anderson okay? and all those guys, I agree. Yes,
0: they got speed on the on the on the ends. So, so watch out for the big the big play touchdowns. And I think that maybe Jeremy Chin and a couple of those boys in that defense can make a play or two, hopefully against Dwayne Haskins, maybe against Alex Smith, to just make this game ugly. And Carolina Panthers, I need you to win this game so I can have hope in Week 17.
1: All you gamblers, I know we don't do under-overs. Take the under, regardless of what it is. (laughs)
0: Speaking of gambling, nice segue. Uh Jay Luds um as you know Jay Luds is a family man. Um he has a beautiful daughter named Harper and his lovely wife Kate is pregnant with their second child. I'm not sure if it's boy or a girl yet. Um but Luds it's Christmas Eve. So uh, Luds is very busy, but of course our boy would not leave us without his picks. So he's not able to call in um but he gave us a picks of the week. Uh now last week you know that Luds um he was 17 and 17. But he had a very impressive week, George. He went 3 and 1 the NFC East and he had the Seahawks Minus five and a half over Washington, and as you know, you guys lost twenty to fifteen. So he was a half point away from going four and zero, but three and one still very impressive. So he sits at twenty and eighteen. So he's a winning better in the NFC East, but he did fall to zero and two in Ludd's steal of the week. So Ludge is quickly becoming the Grinch who stole money out of your bank accounts. Um, he picked his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, had a homer pick. He had them, I think it was minus six over Atlanta. Maybe six and a half. But regardless, the Bucs got down 17-0. Tom Brady did ball. Threw for like 300 yards in the second half. Brought the Buccaneers all the way back to win that game, which was impressive. That's enough about day. the Bucs, bro. Just, just keep rolling, bro. <laughs> Come just keep on, guys. Keep it keep rolling, up. bro. Keep it rolling. But the Bucs, uh, the Bucs did get a victory, but not covering the spread. Lutz falls to 0-2 in his uh, steals of the week. But like I said, he is a winning better in the East. And this week, he has uh, the Washington football team against the Carolina Panthers. He's got the Washington football team covering the spread. Um, Washington football is favored two and a half. So he is swallowing the two and a half and picking your boys. Dallas Cowboys versus Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are also two and a half point favorites. But Jay Ludz has the Cowboys plus two and a half. I'd be curious if he is picking the plus two and a half, like the Eagles are only going to win by one or two, or he's actually picking my Cowboys to win. But yeah, since he's not lines, here to defend is- himself, Yeah, we're just going to say that he picks the Cowboys to win outright. Either way, though, he's got Cowboys plus two and a half. And in a big spread, um, the Baltimore Ravens are favored minus 11 over the New York Giants. And he sees the Giants playing this game competitively. And he's got the Giants plus 11. So he's got the Giants losing, obviously. But he'll take the 11 points. And for his steal of the week, this one's a little curious to me. He's got the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus 7.5 against the Chicago Bears. Now Jacksonville, um, as you know, because the New York Jets for some reason won a football game last week and decided to give away Trevor Lawrence, perhaps the next great quarterback in this league. Uh, The Jaguars are sitting uh, with that number one pick, and now they're in position to take Trevor Lawrence. But I'm sure he's still got Jacksonville losing to the Chicago Bears, but possibly because of Mitch Trubisky and his uh, turnover-prone ways. He's got the Jags um, losing by less than 7.5. So, Jacksonville plus seven and a half with the steal of the week. Giants plus eleven. Cowboys plus two and a half. Washington Football minus two and a half. Thank you, Jay Luds, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family, buddy. And Merry Christmas to you too, George. Uh, this is uh, it's awesome, man. This is Christmas Eve. We got some time off work, and I'm excited to do this podcast with you. Excited, excited to spend some time with the family for the next couple of days, and then next week we're going to be doing our last regular season NFC East Feast. And like I said, I hope that all four teams still have a chance so it'll make it uh, just more fun. But um, I wanted to drop this before we sign off. If the Washington football team defeats the Carolina Panthers, you guys automatically eliminate both the Eagles and the Cowboys. So with a win, you eliminate both of us, and that would set up only the Giants, who if the Giants lose to the Ravens, then you guys actually clinch the division. So if you guys win, the Giants lose to Baltimore, which is likely to happen. You guys will clinch the division this week. In week 17, you guys will probably actually rest starters. Yeah. And I don't want to do too much foreshadowing, okay? But if the Washington football team does win this week, the Giants lose, and you guys clinch the division, you guys obviously host that first-round playoff game. And all I'm saying is that Tampa Tampa Brady has a real problem with tough pass rushes. <gasps> so If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are traveling to Washington, D.C. for that wild card, I think Tom's going to have a hard time with that Washington pass rush. But that is doing a lot of foreshadowing, like I said. I hope y'all lose so the Cowboys still have a chance to sneak in. But regardless, I know you're going up to Jayville to spend some time with your fiancé's family. So safe travels, Merry Christmas, and Merry Christmas to all of you NFC East Feasters. We love y'all. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to coming back with our new year's eve episode next week here on the I nfc
1: i wanted to just say thank you for all y'all listening throughout the year um I, I can't say it enough we've had so much fun doing this and uh for all the cowboys the washington football team philly giants fans all listening we appreciate y'all y'all are like a family to us and and we have a blast doing it so merry christmas to you and your family happy holidays and, uh, you know, don't get caught up on a DIY strip club, you know, this week. So, uh,
0: Merry Christmas.